Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. Hey, here we go. Madness. Right in the thick of it. It is now Monday afternoon slash evening. All kinds of things flying around. It's really exciting. The, my God, start of free agency is really, really cool. This is one of those days where you're like, if you work for MLB or you're in the NBA's league office, you're like, man, bleeping NFL, man. The beginning of their new year is like more exciting than our championship game. People love the professional football, and this is really an exciting day. Haven't had a game in two months, not going to have a game for the next five months. Doesn't matter. We're going to run down everything that's gone on. Real time. There'll probably be updates. Jimmy G's a Raider. It's happening. We all talked about it. It's happening. We have to talk about Jimmy G being a Raider. We have to talk about the latest with the Ravens and Lamar. I'm going to take a side on that one and really speak up for that particular side of those two. And then did you see the Encino Man Invitational last night that they're calling the Academy Awards? Hell yes, Encino Man. I love all of you. There's still meat on that bone, too, for the Encino Man alums award circuit. We're going to get into all of it. I'm in a great mood. I'm very excited. Let's start with what I love, what I hate, and what's hilarious. Let's go. James Garoppolo, your starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. How about this? Kind of perfect fit, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. It's, uh, he's expensive, like Vegas. They're both expensive. They're both sexy. Um, they both end up kind of leaving you feeling hurt or actually hurt at the end of it. It feels like a, a, a good, good match. And yet, listen, no matter where Jimmy Garoppolo went, the fan base, you, me, everybody, weren't going to be like, yeah, Super Bowl. Jimmy is Jimmy. And the takeaway is, isn't this just kind of a slightly better looking Derek Carr? Isn't this just the same player? It's, it's a, it, you lost Derek Carr, who's always in that category of, yeah, a good quarterback. You can win with Derek Carr. That's the soundbite. Bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. You can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. It, it's, it's the same guy. This is the, this is the kind of move from Carr to Garoppolo that launches a thousand memes. I don't even need to tell you. The one with, with, uh, with Pam and saying it's the same picture where Dwight can't tell the difference between the two pictures. Car Garoppolo, it's the same quarterback. One of my favorite ones ever. You see, you ever see the guy who's wearing the shirt and uh, he opens up the present and it's the same shirt? There it is. I love this guy. Dad, whoever he's got a mustache. This guy, Price Carter, tweeted at Arrowhead Price. It's the guy who's wearing his actual shirt from Sears and opens up and says, Ah, same shirt. This, the guy says, the Raiders trading Derek Carr to sign Jimmy G. I love the gentleman that I picture. I think he's thrilled to get the second shirt. He's got a backup now. It's a good quality shirt. Hell of a present. Uh, is it the same thing? I posed that this morning. I was talking to, to um, my guy, Jason McCordy at Good Morning Football, and I'm like, it's the same guy. This isn't like some crazy upgrade or even a really ambitious upgrade like the Broncos made last year with Russell Wilson. It's not the Packers getting Rodgers. It's not even just we got nobody and we, now we got a guy who's been around. They had a guy who's been around. They had a guy who's won, sort of. The guy who's good, pretty much. And now they got a guy who's won some really big games and who's good, pretty much. McCourty's retort was that no. 
No, the, the difference maker here in the Garoppolo situation is Josh McDaniels. And I said, ah, all right. So that's interesting because I think, and people have spilt ink on this, that I don't think that the Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels short marriage was, was working. It's kind of true to Vegas as well. That little drive-through chapel where you get married and it just didn't work out. I think it was palpable watching the games. I think in some of the washout after the season, you can see that they did not love each other. And Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh McDaniels have a history. Jimmy Garoppolo played some really good, albeit very short football under Josh McDaniels with the Patriots. Remember Tom Brady was suspended by the league? That actually happened. Jimmy Garoppolo came in and made himself a ton of money because he looked really sharp before he got hurt. And that's why the Niners wanted him. So they're reuniting that. We got to go back to 2016 era for that. But Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo reunited in Las Vegas. Is that, listen, is that going to scare the hell out of the Chiefs? Are they doing the Ernie McCracken? Ooh, no. Jimmy Garoppolo, those, he's good. He's fine. He's always going to be good. I saw somebody tweet, oh, great, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. Who's going to start the other eight games for the season next year? It's not unfair. It's not unfair. He gets hurt a lot. But it's exciting right now. It's intoxicating just because he's a quarterback we've all watched for years, and he went to kind of a flashy team who needs a quarterback, and it's not the Jets, and it's not Rodgers, and we're all in a holding pattern on that, at least for now. It's fine. It's, it's, I think that's exactly what it is. I wish I had some really splashy, salty take. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders is fine, and they'll probably win some games, and they'll probably lose a bunch of games. Are they a Super Bowl team now? Same defense, pretty much? I don't know. You fired up about that? Is that Raiders fans? Are you like, yeah, the autumn wind is a Raider. It's, it's Jimmy, it's fine. It's okay. I, I, there's a lot of work to be done, and there's a lot of work to be done just covering this. You want to just zip through this? This is what's happened today. And I always have to say, these contracts are breaking at like 1.15 p.m., whereas the thing started at noon Eastern. Isn't it amazing how they can negotiate and sign these incredible deals with millions of dollars and hundreds of ramifications in just like 75 minutes? It's amazing. It's Because they're not allowed to do it beforehand. So the fact that they can get it done that quickly, some really good agents and some really intelligent players. You want to have the run through? The Falcons, they signed Patriots trade tight end Janu Smith to the Falcons for seventh rounder. One of the worst signings by the Patriots in history. Janu Smith did not pan out. He had two seasons, one touchdown, a whole bunch of money. The Falcons got the guard Chris Lindstrom, five-year deal. Falcons signed DT David Onyemata to a three-year deal. Falcons, a lot of stuff going on. Still don't know who their quarterback is going to be. All right, a little sexier. Broncos. Broncos decided to just put people in front of Russell Wilson, and then they sign one person in case those people are bad at the jobs and Russell Wilson gets hurt. They get Ben Powers, the guard, four-year deal. Mike McGlinchey to an $87.5 million deal. I know Bears fans were thinking that they might get McGlinchey to put in front of Fields. That's a lot of money. McGlinchey's good. It's a lot of money. Also, they signed Jared Stidham. Hey, two-year, $10 million deal. Jarrett Stidham is now on the Broncos in case Russ gets hurt or it's an unmitigated disaster and Peyton just benches him. Who the hell knows? The Eagles, we look at the Eagles because they had the kind of the perfect, they danced the black swan last offseason. They're like the perfect roster ever. Jason Kelsey is returning one more year. I'm fired up about that. Kelsey's the man. I have a side story about Kelsey for another time. Um, TJ Edwards from the Eagles signs with the Bears, linebacker, three-year, $19.5 million deal. This is the big one, though. The 49ers signed Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave to a four-year, $84 million deal. The competition committee may have to get together and make a rule 
dissolving the 49ers defensive line because it's really dangerous. They have guys up and down there last year that just mowed people down. And now they added Hargrave, who is really strong, really tough. And he lines up next to Bosa, Armstead, et al. That, that defense is going to be awesome. That D-line is going to be so, so good. So who's the loser there? The Rams, with whatever the hell they're doing. Certainly anybody else. The Seahawks, Geno, you better be on the run. Anybody, Kyler, whatever the hell they're going to line up. Niners D-line is one of the biggest winners of the day. The Buccaneers are releasing guard Shaq Mason if they can't trade him. And the Bucs are pursuing Baker Mayfield. This is great. And of course I knew they were doing that. Because let me give you one little nugget right now. This time of year, especially prior to noon Eastern today, when coaches and GMs say they're, quote, really excited about an unproven player, they are not really excited about that player. That is the BS soundbite that they use to make you think, we really are excited about Kyle Trask. I'm sure Kyle Trask, the quarterback, second year, second round draft pick for the Buccaneers. I'm sure he's a great guy, maybe a talented player. But as soon as I heard Jason Light, the Bucks GM, say that we're really excited about Kyle Trask, I'm like, well, who are they bringing in? Maybe Baker Mayfield. And if they bring him in and Baker Mayfield goes against Kyle Trask in a quote-unquote training camp battle next year, Baker Mayfield is winning and he's starting for his fourth team and it's going to be the Bucks. The Chiefs, they signed Jaguars offensive tackle Jawan Taylor to a four-year $80 million deal, which means they're moving on from Orlando Brown. So Chiefs, always pay attention to them. How about the Commanders? The Giants center, Nick Gates, signs a three-year deal with the Commanders. Had a bunch of surgeries to get back on the field. He's been banged up. The Commanders also signed Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley to a three-year deal. So the Commanders lining up the offensive line in front of God knows who. We'll find out. The Texans. Texans are fun to keep an eye on because they have the number two pick in the draft. Not a sexy team. Number two pick in the draft, though. Case Keenum's coming home. How about that? Case Keenum signs again with the Texans. You know, he played college in Houston. He started with the Texans. Texans are going to draft a quarterback, but then they're going to have your classic mentor, Case Keenum. So Case Keenum, I know people in Buffalo love him, and he was really liked in the Buffalo locker room. He's gone. They also signed Andrew Beck to a two-year deal, if that makes your hair blow back. Others, Austin Eckler of the Chargers, the fantasy darling, excellent all-around player, wants to be traded, seeking permission to speak to other teams about a trade. Uh, I would do that. I would not pay huge money to a running back, as, even as one as is, is, uh, productive and versatile as Eckler. I've been on record of that many times. I like Eckler. He's a fan of the band Disturbed. Current NFL player, you just don't see that much. He wants permission to seek a trade. Give it to him. Ravens released Clayus Campbell. I love Clayus Campbell. He saved me at NFL Honors when I was running around with the scepter and Najee Harris was no-selling the crap out of me. Clayus Campbell was right behind him, pointing him out. Um, could return to the Ravens. I talked to Calais uh, at NFL Honors. I was like, dude, how much longer are you going to play? You've played forever. You've been around so long. Why don't you just retire? You got to have money. Your body feels good. No, oh, I want to play some more. Like, I got a couple more years. So if he returns to the Ravens, great. I'm sure he wants to. But Calais said he wants to keep playing football. Dolphins signed quarterback Mike White from the Jets. Two years, $16 million deal. He goes from the Jets to the Dolphins to back up Tua and play against the Jets, whose quarterback is TBD. That's kind of interesting. Mike White, for a hot minute, thought like, maybe this can be this incredible story, and he's the guy, and he's not. He's going to Miami. And then the Lions signed Steelers DB Cam Sutton a three-year, $33 million deal. Lions were so good last year. Lions had the season ended, the regular season. I think they were top five team in the NFL. <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs. So they're making moves. And here's the deal. We have very smart people by that I mean Michael Flynn, especially, 
who's just right now just refreshing and just refreshing that social media. And if something comes across, he's gonna write in giant red font down here in my return monitor that so-and-so is going this way and Mike Gesicki's doing this and Dalton Schultz and Roger, who the hell knows? And at this point, I almost don't wanna pay attention to it. I have full Stockholm syndrome with Aaron Rodgers, which means you fall in love with your captor. I don't even want him to end it. Everyone's like, announce it. You're holding everyone hostage. Yes. And me as a hostage is in love with the story. I want him to push it as far as possible. Just play chicken with everybody. Screw it. I don't have to announce it. You're a lot of people are depending on you. That's the biggest domino to fall. Eh, I got things to do. They, they can mind their business. They can take care of their business on their own. I'll announce it when I please. Maybe it's at the end of this week. Maybe it's next week. I don't know. I'm kind of into it. Fully in love with that story. Obsessed with it, addicted to it, but now I just wanted to push it. I've gone 180 on it. Don't tell us. Just wait. Let's get in though to what I hate. This is something that's driving me crazy about another big name quarterback. Hey, spring is in the air, and that can only mean one thing. Spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites, like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Yeah! Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code BASEMENT at checkout, you'll receive an additional $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait! Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code BASEMENT at checkout, and take advantage of this deal. Do it! Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, and you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. You feel me? Don't miss your chance to save. Visit omahasteaks.com, use code BASEMENT at checkout, and get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. just sitting there <laughs> just, just sitting there it's gonna be a weird week with Lamar Jackson it really is it begs the question if you're a team that does want to approach Lamar about making him a deal a team that's not the Ravens is it a personal cell that you call him is there a hotline is there an 800 number Do you call his mother how do you get in touch with Lamar <laughs> when you call if he doesn't answer does it go to voicemail is the voicemail box full I just imagine you're some team said, we're going to make a really, really big swing for Lamar Jackson. We cannot reach him, though. So interesting. But I don't like where the Ravens are in this thing because I, I think that the Ravens are on the verge of being vilified for this. And certainly if Lamar is eventually to sign with another team, I think will be vilified. And I see this cry, which I understand, about... How can you let Lamar go? How can you even risk that? How do you not pay this man? How do you not take care of this man? Do you understand that the Ravens for months, months, I am sure, have given Lamar countless, 
highly lucrative deals. The Ravens want Lamar. The Ravens want Lamar badly. That would be a nightmare for them, really, if Lamar Jackson were to play another down for another team in another uniform. The whole organization is built around Lamar. The whole offense is constructed piece by piece around Lamar, but it's bigger than that. Lamar is not just the face of the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar is the face of Baltimore. Lamar is the face of the state of Maryland. There are only a few guys in the league like that. There are franchise guys, there are max money guys, all that type of stuff. There are only a few guys who are like, you are the show. You are A, B, and C. You're the opening band, you're the side band, you're the DJ tent, and you're the headline. You are everything. They do not want him to leave. I am positive that they have offered him generational wealth, probably for months, and probably raising their deal over and over and over, but not to the point where it satisfies Lamar. They love Lamar. They cannot follow him where he wants them to go. That's just watching this from a side here. Lamar clearly is asking for the world and the universe, and that is his right, and they won't give it to him. And you cannot have a conversation about Lamar Jackson without talking about Deshaun Watson because you don't have to make a, a huge leap to assume that he is looking at Deshaun Watson and saying, I am a better player, I have proven more, and I've proven it longer. I don't want, not only do I want what Deshaun got, I want more because I deserve more than Deshaun Watson gets. And no one disagrees with that. He does deserve more than Deshaun Watson. Well, the Rams went and messed up the entire league. The Rams were idiots and signed a completely irresponsible, stupid deal to a guy in a heap of legal trouble because they just couldn't help themselves and they browns the whole thing up. So the Ravens are saying, Lamar, we love you. We are giving you everything. You will be one of those guys. You will be a top five, top three paid player in the NFL, in NFL history. Here's the league. Here's the team. Here's everything. We're going to give you everything we got. We cannot follow you where you want us to go. We cannot give you the Deshaun deal. And he's like, well, I want it. We can't. It's irresponsible. We love you, but we're running a business, man. And, you know, if we're being honest with you, you are a running quarterback. You have been hurt a lot lately. We suffer when you're out. There's a high likelihood that moving forward, you'll be out more. You haven't even really had the cataclysmic injury yet that most quarterbacks have, certainly running quarterbacks. So that's likely, if not inevitable to come, that we have a big injury that we'll have to deal with. But even sell, you're getting nicked up here, nicked up here, you're out. And we're paying you the most money ever and we're all guaranteeing it. That does not make any sense. That's not smart business. We are the Baltimore Ravens. Our front office is smart, respected, sharp. We draft well, we sign contracts well. We know what we're doing. We want to sign the biggest contract we've ever handed out to you. We just cannot be stupid, irresponsible professionally. Does that make sense? We want to give you money for your grandchildren's grandchildren. We don't want to nickel and dime this at all. We just can't be idiots about it. We have a bottom line and we're running a business. There's 52 other guys and all those 52 other guys, they're not deteriorating assets. They are not as likely to get hurt as you are. We want to take care of them too, but you are the number one. Does that make sense? We will give you big time money with long term and we'll guarantee as much as we can, as much up front. Let's go play some football. Let's be a Baltimore Raven for life. And he says, I want that. And then they pull their hair out and they say, all right, well, we're going to have to circle back. And they have been doing that for over a year. Over a year. The Ravens get the benefit of the doubt. This is not a team that has a terrible reputation for lowballing or for disrespecting. There are those teams or for being cheap. 
No, they wouldn't want a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco and paid him everything they had. They want to pay Lamar huge. They want to pay him generationally. They cannot pay him irresponsibly. And I don't want to see any storyline where the Ravens mess this up, the Ravens are risking everything. I, I would bet my life that the Ravens have walked through traffic on their hands and knees trying to get Lamar to sign it, and he just won't. And as we've said before, if someone else is going to try to sign him to that, great, step right up, because then the Ravens get a chance to match. But it's a, it's a frustrating situation. Lamar should be a Raven. He should be paid. He should be paid like half a dozen other guys who get a ton of money. Do not think it is because the Ravens haven't tried and have nickel and dimed or aren't committed to him. All three of those. Forget about it. They want it. He just won't agree to it. That's why we're here. Let's get to what's hilarious. A wild left-hand turn here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I remember when I was a freshman in high school, I went over to my friend Zach's house and he had just bought a new VHS of a movie I'd never heard of. And he's like, dude, have you ever seen Encino Man? And I said, oh, I think I heard of that. What is that though? I never watched it, I didn't see it in the theater. And I go, what the hell is, like, what is Encino Man? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what the word Encino is. I was growing up in Chicago suburbs, never heard the word before. And he's like, oh, it's the best movie ever. And I'm like, really? Yeah, let's turn it on. And we turn it on, and within about a half an hour, I'm like, I think this is the best movie ever. Well, Encino Man had won Hollywood last night. Encino Man was part of Jimmy Kimmel's monologue, and most importantly, the lead actor in Encino Man, as well as a small bit character, won the Academy Awards for Best Supporting Actor and Best Lead Actor at the Oscars. It's an incredible jump that they've made, and I think it's hilarious, and I think it's awesome. I want you to understand something. If you have not seen the major motion picture Encino Man, it's not your generation, either you're too old or too young, here's the story with Encino Man, okay? Sean Astin, the guy who's Rudy and from Goonies, you know Sean Astin, Frodo, or not Frodo, Samwise, he lives in the suburb of Encino, which is in the valley in Los Angeles, and he wants a swimming pool so bad in the back of his, in his house so that he can throw the coolest graduation party ever after high school graduation, and he'll have a pool in his house, and that will make it the coolest ever. This is a guy, he's not in the cool clique, and he wants to be, and he's convinced himself, if I can just dig my own swimming pool with a shovel, which he's doing in his backyard, I will be cool, and I will get the girl whose name is Robin. That's the premise of the movie. Kid wants to be cool, is positive having a swimming pool at his house to throw a huge pool party at the end of high school graduation, will make him cool, he'll get the girl. Okay, that alone could be a movie, but Encino Man went and did this. While digging in his backyard, he comes across uh, like some sort of Jurassic Park style iced uh, capsule in which there is a man in there who is frozen and he's a caveman. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding, this movie is actually made. He finds a caveman in his backyard 
The caveman is in ice, and so he's preserved. The ice melts, and out comes Brendan Fraser. And he is, like, able-bodied, big, strong. And then Sean Astin and his wacky friend, played by comedian Pauly Shore, become friends with the caveman. And they teach him how to ride a motorcycle, and they bring him to the 7-Eleven and teach him about candy. They teach him about, like, the hot girl and how to dance and how to do professional wrestling. And that is the basis of the movie. That Brendan Fraser, Academy Award winner, plays a caveman named Link, like the missing Link. And then Pauly Shore, who's like a whole thing, and Sean Astin, who's a whole thing, take him around California, and they just party, and it's cool, and everybody gets the girl at the end, and there's a bully, of course. That movie that I just described to you as best I possibly could in like 90 seconds was, was the, the toast of the Oscars last night. We're talking about an era and an Oscars where the movies are right now like very sophisticated, very alternative. It's not like a Titanic. It's, you got basically Top Gun is the popcorn movie. And then all of these other movies, which most people I think in the general public have not seen or haven't got to yet. And Encino Man is there and it's winning. And for someone like me who kind of grew up on Encino Man, that was awesome. I'm watching, it was the Brendan Fraser and Kihi Kwan, okay? They win the actors. Kihi Kwan, who also you know is Data from Goonies, and you also know a short round from uh, Temple of Doom, win the Oscar. I'm watching Kihi Hui Kwan, and I I'm tearing up at his Oscar speech. Because I'm tearing up because he's tearing up, and he's emotional, and he's thanking his mom, and he just can't believe his story, and he said, I came over here on a on a, a boat and I've spent 20 years not working and I, now I won an Academy Award. Really, really cool story. But also for those of us who, that kid, we know him as Short Round from Temple of Doom. We know him as Data. Like that really sunk my battleship emotionally. That I, it, it made me nostalgic for the 80s. It made me nostalgic for childhood. It made me so proud of him that he could do that. And that's just taking aside the entire Brendan Fraser thing, who all of us at some point have spent time with. And I was proud of him too. He wins the Oscar. He was off the radar for years. He's dealt with issues, psychological issues, um, on set, dark, dark topics about abuse issues, physical issues. He got he beat up his body doing those mummy movies and has all these surgeries and all these ailments. And there he is. He and Data winning the Oscars. I was so proud. I, I really was. I, whatever like grab ass silly movie that comes out right now on Netflix. Imagine right now two like just goofballs from there 30 years from now win the Academy Awards. Look at this picture. This is the greatest thing. Entertainment Tonight tweeted it. So you got that's that's Brendan Fraser and Ki Hui Kwan back on the set of Encino Man. And you can see Paulie and Aston in the background. And there they are with their Oscars. Not the People's Choice. They didn't win a Teen Choice Award. The most esteemed award in the industry. So awesome. I'm proud of those guys. I got like super, uh, super mushy about it. And immediately I'm thinking, all right, where's Pauly and where's Sean Astin? That's their movie. I mean, Fraser ended up stealing it. Where are those guys? Did they have anything to say? Because Jimmy Kimmel is making Pauly Shore jokes in the monologue. And I'm like, Pauly Shore, I know he's been working as a comic in years and does stand up. Where is he on Twitter? Doesn't he have a joke? Is he, he's got to capitalize on this. I root for Paul Shore. I like the weasel. Sean Astin came out and tweeted. Sean's a, I read Sean Astin's book years ago when I moved to Hollywood. What's he got? Because I know Astin tweeted and he had things to say and he was watching. And he said, never a doubt. That's his tweet. And then he tweeted, look at this. Always with dignity, grace, loyalty, hope, joy, and inspiration. 
a forever moment, Key. I'm so happy, proud, and over the moon. Congratulations, well earned. So think about this. Sean Astin was not only in, in Encina Man with him, Sean Astin goes back to Goonies with him. And did you see the story um, that Jeff Cohen, who is uh, Chunk in Goonies, the Truffle Shuffle, all that stuff, went on to become an attorney, left acting, became Ki Hui Kwan's attorney, and signed the deal for him to do this movie. And he got thanked in the speech. Data was thanking Chunk. And people like me are just losing their minds. Like, that is, that is our Stranger Things. That is our deal. Like, we grew up watching that. That was so, so, so cool. And you're watching now, and you're like, I don't care about these old guys. Who are they? Or you're like, dude, I was right there with you. Freaking Data, man. Brought the house down. It's incredible. Incredible. And now it's like... Oh, look at this. And Sean Astin shout out Brendan Fraser, too. A triumph of a performance by a gargantuan talent and a very decent human being. I'm moved and incredibly happy for you. Well-deserved and well-earned. Congratulations. Incredible. Because people are going to Sean Astin's Twitter. I cannot believe Pauly Shore has not said anything. Pauly, you got to speak. It's like it's there was a Biodome joke last night. If it's son-in-law, what was that? Son-in-law in the army now. Those are the Pauly Shore movies. If one of those blew up, we need to hear from you. I'm asking you specifically from Kyle Brand's basement, Pauly Shore. A lot of us grew up with you. I know you're still doing your thing and you've worked for 30, 40 years in this industry. That was a night in which we would love to hear from you. With a joke or even just something sincere or a video, I'd love to hear your thoughts on two people from your movie winning Academy Awards. I want to hear from you, Pauly Shore. I, Kyle Brandt, on Kyle Brandt's basement would like Pauly Shore to make a statement, make a tweet, say anything, do an interview. And if it's out there and I missed it, I'm sorry. But like, I'm looking for Pauly Shore in earnest. I'm not making a joke or doing a shtick. I want to hear what Pauly Shore has to say about that. Sean Astin nailed it. Pauly, get in here. Let's go. I want to hear from you. In the meantime, I just think it's hilarious in the best possible way that the Academy Awards, you know, we've seen them go through the the Dallas Buyers Club year, and Philadelphia, and like just some movies that are a very serious subject matter, and the movies last night were too. But for some people who are 90s nostalgists, the Academy Awards, that was the Encino Man Invitational. It's an unbelievable thing. I think it is so great. I love it. Pauly Shore would love to hear from you. That's the show. Do we have no updates? We have nothing? Um, I guess not. We're just sitting... Nothing new, Michael Flynn says. So here's the deal. It is now, you know, it's Monday afternoon. Everyone's waiting for Rodgers. I said earlier in the show, fine, we'll keep on waiting. He's probably going to announce it tomorrow because if he wasn't going to do it just at one o'clock or just in that last flurry in the last couple hours, he's probably just waiting on it tomorrow. So we'll have thoughts. You know, the real shock. There was a time when it'd be shocking that he joined the Jets. Now it's a fall off your chair shock if he stays with the Packers. Can you imagine that? I'm going to be so wrong about everything if he joins the Jets. How many times have I say in this show that he's never going to join the Jets? It looks like he's probably going to join the Jets. That'll be a fun show to do tomorrow. In the meantime, let's throw a dart. I, I can only give so much love to Encino, man. Holly Shore, how dare you? Are you doing all right, man? You out there? You doing stand-up gigs? I'd love to come see one, but first I'd love to see you uh, talk about that last night. Wow, that wasn't even close. That hit the drywall. All right, I'm going to actually aim on this. I throw a dart at the end of every show. Whatever number it hits, there's a topic that corresponds to it. Here we go. Ooh, that was kind of close to a bullseye. 13. That's 13 in black. What is my topic to end the show today? It's been an energetic, kinetic show. 13. Favorite fictional athlete? That's a good question. Um, not really an athlete. 
in Encino Man. I guess Michael DeLuise, who plays the bully in that movie, is a hockey player. Um, you know who I've always liked? I mean, there's a lot of them. But I, I still think to this day, the best baseball movie, baseball makes the best movies as a sport. And I think the best baseball movie is Major League. And my favorite character in Major League is not Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn, not Jake Taylor, is Willie Mays Hayes. Uh, Wesley Snipes in the role of Willie Mays Hayes wears number double zero. Um, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like bleep. He has to, they take his bed out in the like little training camp they do and they take him outside of security. He sneaks back in, runs incredible time, steals uh, at second base against the Yankees at the end, goes all the way home to score. Huge personality. Wesley Snipes knew big things were coming. I always thought he was hilarious. Pedro Serrano is also in the running. I just love Major League. We did it as part of the Josh Allen Film Festival. I think he liked it. I think he gave it an A or an A minus. How could you not? If you've never seen Major League, you have a double feature tonight. Watch Major League, watch Encino Man. In the meantime, thank you for watching and listening to Kyle Rand's Basement. That was a wild one. I just talked for like 38 minutes, something like that, nonstop. It's fun, it's great, it's good to see you guys. More news coming. We'll be back here tomorrow. Tweet me at KBBasement. Love you. Exit through the garage, close the door on your way out, and watch Encino Man. Thank you.